Hello, welcome to Internet on Tape. I'm your host, Dustin, and I'm joined by... Lindsay! And Nicole is uh, taking a week off. She's actually on a work-related assignment, so it's just going to be the sibling power duo tonight. Lots of good stories, though. Actually, uh, we're, we're into August now. Yes. Lots of stuff has happened. We were just discussing briefly before the show. And I think it's going to be a great episode. Stay tuned. We've got some great stuff. Um, summer is just flying by. Yeah, it's weird. I don't know. My grasp of time and, and just everything that's been going on. And, and uh, without further ado, why don't we just get into it? Let's get into our weeks. Yeah. Yes. Well, I have a lot because I went out of town for the weekend. I went to Detroit. For one of my best friend's weddings, similar to the movie, and my trip started, first of all, I felt so much like an adult because my carry-on was a garment bag. Really? Because I had my bridesmaid's dress, and I couldn't... So you actually had a garment bag? You bought one, or did it come with one? Mom bought me one, like, years and years ago. She bought me a luggage set, and I had to, like, dig it out. It was still in the box. From, it was like a three-piece set, and I'd use the other two, but I hadn't used the garment bag, so I dug that out from Mom's house. Did it work? Yeah. It does work? And I, felt I gotta like get one, then. such an adult. It was the weirdest thing. I was like, I am responsible. Look at me. Look at me with my garment bag. Okay. <laughs> Until I took a selfie of myself in the bathroom mirror, and I was like, this is all downhill now. Mm-hmm. I was too proud. So then my flight was at, I had to be at the airport at 4.30 in the morning. So I got off work around midnight. So I was like, I'm just going to stay up because A, I haven't packed. Mm-hmm. And B, I'm fucking terrified I'm going to oversleep. So I stay up and I get to the airport and life is good. And within the first five minutes of me being at the airport, my flight goes from on time to delayed two hours. Uh-oh. So now I am panicking because I haven't gone to sleep. I don't have anyone with me. And I don't trust that any of these strangers is going to give me the tap if I nod off and mm-hmm. they're going to be like, get on this plane. Right. So I spend the next two hours judging the crowd. And when you're traveling alone, I always like to pick the people where I'm like, dear God, please don't let it be that my seat is next to that person. Mm-hmm. So I'm scoping the crowd, scoping the crowd. I'm like, okay, well, that guy's going to like be large and in charge so that would be a little bit unfortunate but he looks pleasant just kind of judging the world when my eyes lay on him a younger guy Mm -hmm. with a sketchbook who right now sounds like a dream right but pan down he's wearing one white glove Uh one purple shoe okay and one yellow shoe so a modern day punky brewster (laughs) So he's sketching away, and I'm just like, I just have a bad feeling about that guy. And as I'm approaching down the aisle, the plane is boarding. Everyone's on. I like to let everyone get on the plane because I'm like not into that whole rushing thing. You have a ticket. You have an assigned seat. Right. There's Take no your time. Re- there's no reason for you to like wait in the line and, exactly. and push onto the plane. Why do I want to stand awkwardly holding my bag while everyone that's already seated is staring at me? I just want to charge down the aisle and get right. into my seat. Yeah. But so, then you got to deal with the people like uh, if you're in the window seat, then you have to deal with the true. aisle shuffle. But then 
accurate. Because you already true. used up one of your your shifts. I feel like you have a limited amount of shifts that you can ask that person. <laughs> like, I don't want to waste a bathroom break right. on the before the plane even takes off. That's true. You get what I'm saying? Yes, oh, absolutely. Yeah, okay. So I'm like walking down and kind of counting to see where about my seat is. And it's next to him. Is it a full plane? Yes. Oh. So I sit down and I'm already, I have like crazy eyes because I've been awake for over 24 hours. Mm -hmm. I don't want to talk to anyone. So I immediately just put in my headphones, even though I have no music. Like I know that they're going to just tell me to turn it off, but I'm giving you my cue. I don't want to talk. Right. And then he does what I hate the most. The heavy sigh. The please ask me what's wrong sigh. Oh no. How old is it? How old do you think he is? 20 something. Okay, so about the same Yeah, age, about the same, same age. Same age. So he just goes, Ugh. Ugh. Really? He goes for a second yeah. one? Yeah, and I'm looking straight ahead, and then he turns and faces me and heavy sighs. And then oh. without me encouraging him at all, he goes, this phone, I just hate it. And I'm just like, bummer. He's like, it says that I have a service, but I don't. What? How do you even, how do you? I'm like, sorry, man. And so then it like continues. And so then we're like up in the air. He's like, Verizon, am I right? <laughs> and we're up in the air and everyone has their own TV screen and it's a touch screen. And I'm watching TV. And at one point he reaches over and changes my channel. What the fuck? Because he's watching Tom and Jerry and he wants me to be watching Tom and Jerry. So that way we could discuss how Tom and Jerry must have a different writer because the writing style is totally different. What the fuck? And after he's (laughs) changed my channel, he's then showing me randomly pictures on his phone in my face of like his cat and you're not, you're not. I'm not responding. Do you I know am, his name? No. You don't know his name? No. You don't know, like. I'm a, in bitch mode. I is he from LA or is he going to where you were going? No, he like, was going, he had a he connecting flight oh. to like someplace else after. So I'm just like dying. So eventually I'm just like, you know what? I'm so exhausted. I'm and you paid a lot for this flight. So you're like. $570. You're not even enjoying this flight at all. No. So I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to go to sleep. So I go to sleep, and then the plane goes to land. So I, like, wake up, get my seat in the upright position. And I look over, and motherfucker drew a sketch of me while I was asleep. Really? Did he give it to you? No. I, like, saw it, and it was sitting proudly on his lap, and I knew he just wanted me to ask about it, and I was not playing that game. Was it any good? No. Like, describe (laughs) it. Like, what was the level of skill? It like, was, was it a uh, just a basic sketch, like stick p- figures, or was it like something like? No, it was freshman detailed. freshman art school. Yeah, like freshman art school. Like he had my hat in my lap, and me leaning on the window. Mm-hmm. It, it was creepy. Mm-hmm. It was creepy. So that was just the start of my adventure. Okay. So then we proceed to like go on. We have this bowling with the. How did you get from the airport? I got picked up from my the bride's friend who I met before. Okay, she picked me up. She's cruising me around, 
the wedding had all these activities for the weekend because mm-hmm. most of us were coming from out of town. And I guess that's the thing. Like you set up a bunch of activities because they're coming for a bit longer than just the day. Right. You wouldn't be like, come for a day. Know, yeah. And so, then like, give me your gift. Get the hell out. Yeah. So we had bowling the first night, which was a lot of fun. Okay. Just your generic, let's get drunk and bowl. Mm-hmm. And Did we even discuss where you were? Detroit. I said so. Oh, you did? Yeah. And then I'm like, was that the night that I stayed in the suite? No. Okay, so yeah, first night, check. Went, stayed in my friend's big house. She had a sauna, which is not a good idea when you're drunk because right. it's just so hot. Mm-hmm. And then I was like supposed to be pouring cold water on the coals, and I was pouring beer, so I was just beer saunaing. Ew. So that was smart. And then the next day, she had presented it to us like all of Detroit was running this 5K and we were going to have matching shirts and be part of this enormous 5K. And that's what was in my mind. And I'm like, I am so out of shape. Uh-huh. So we all get our matching shirts ready to run. And everyone just starts running. And I'm just like, where's the start line? What's happening? And it turns out it was just a 5K that they created for us to do. Oh. And I was just like, what kind of sick punishment is this? Who makes their bridal party run a 5K? Or it's like a whole group of us. Right. The day before the wedding. But it was fine. We had one group of people that like ran the whole thing. One people group of people that walked the whole how thing. How many people do you think? How many people? Like were 30. Oh, okay. That's good. And then I was in the middle group. Was this in a residential area? No, it was supposed to be for us to get a tour of downtown Detroit. So we ran by all these important things. What were you doing with like the traffic and everything? We were on the sidewalk. Okay. So I was in the middle group that was... I'm not sure the sidewalk etiquette there in Detroit. I've never been, but like, do they have big sidewalks or is it like standard sidewalks? Standard. Because like in San Francisco, their sidewalks are so big. Like you could feel like a shit ton of people in there. Yeah, it was just, yeah, it was pretty standard. Okay, standard. And P.S., I'm going to talk about my week for a while because That's fine. we have no trivia because I don't feel like Dusty reading trivia at me while I just sit quietly. Mm-hmm. FYI, everybody. So we're running, and I'm in the group that runs far enough until they're out of the sight of the walking people. <laughs> <laughs> I know where this is going. And then we just walk, and then until they're in our side again, we start running. Oh, just for appearances. And then at the finish line, of course, we're like, here. We, as soon as we're like about to run the corner, we're like, here we go, guys. Yeah. Like, running it out, like pep talking it. Right. So the 5K was a success. It was a lot of fun. And then that led into then the rehearsal and the rehearsal dinner, which was all very successful. And then the next day... All the oh, we stayed in a suite with the bride the night before the wedding, which was a nice little girls' last night together session. And the next morning, we woke up and went and decorated the bar that was going to have the reception. And we all got our hair and makeup done, but it was very stressful because everything was taking longer than it was supposed to. So instead of this fun, like music blasting, girls getting ready. We were just like sitting in silence so much so that when the photographer came in to take like the pre-wedding pictures, she's like, where's the music? And when the girls was just like, keeping it tense, <laughs> like such panic, but we made it to the wedding on time and it was great. All the boys wore kilts. Okay. 
all the girls got to choose their own dress as long as it was the same color right, designer. Right, out of line. Yeah. Um, and I have no real things about it. It was very, I had to keep my shit together because we were doing pictures after, so I didn't want to cry and ruin mm-hmm. my makeup. I scolded one of the other bridesmaids while we were up there. I said, keep your shit together. <laughs> but it was very nice. It was like so beautiful. We all walked down the aisle to Jeff Buckley Hallelujah, which is one of my favorite songs yeah. that their friend was playing on acoustic guitar. And then they walked down the aisle to Jose Gonzalez Heartbeats, which is just so beautiful. But originally by The Knife. Well, that's the version I know. Yeah, no, Jose Gonzalez, I like his stuff. Um, But then, yeah, the reception, the pictures were awesome because we then, the wedding party all got on this minibus that they had stocked with beer Mm -hmm. that then drove us around to all these locations in Detroit to take pictures. Mm -hmm. So that was a lot of fun. And then the reception was fun. They had a photo booth, which if you know me at all, you know I never met a photo booth I didn't like. And I'm pretty certain by the looks of it, I never got out of it because I have a stack of at least 20 photo strips. But it was just so fun. Right. There were so many props. I know. I, <laughs> I do that all the time at, at weddings, and I feel bad because like they get to keep all the pictures. and then They see where I was the whole time. Yeah. Exactly. I was like, God damn it. And then the guy got sick of me, like, making up signatures above each strip. But the reception was beautiful. That ended. And then we went back to the MGM because that's where a lot of people were staying to gamble and drink and that kind of stuff. You can gamble out there? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we go to leave then at, like, 3 o'clock in the morning. And we're driving home. And... It cuts down to, like, there's one lane of the freeway mm-hmm. where it's, like, cones are, like, telling you, like, so time to merge. Yeah, time to merge, time to merge. And no one's letting us over. Mm-hmm. So we're stuck in that weird, like, I'm in this weird You're, lane, right. just stopped, waiting for someone to let me in, when then at a nice 70 miles per hour, someone rams into the back of our car. And this is crazy on so many instances because, uh-huh. A, at first I wasn't wearing my seatbelt until about five minutes before the accident when the boy that was sitting behind me, like, tugged on my seatbelt and went to put it around me and said, I need you to wear this. Uh-huh. B, we were supposed to take a fourth person home that would have been in that seat that got completely smashed. Really? Yes. But instead, it was just the three of us. And the way that it happened was just the driver was obviously sober and driving and paying attention to stuff. So we slowed down and I'm just like, what's going on? And then I heard her say, oh, my God, because I'm sure she saw like a car coming full speed. Mm -hmm. And then as the word what was coming out of my mouth, it was just crash. Crash. Like, was it just a lot? Like, what did it sound like? Just a huge crash, and then just my face smashed into the ceiling of the car. Mm -hmm. And just that feeling like if you've ever jumped off like a cliff into water where you know it's only a few seconds, but it feels like forever. Yeah. Just that, like, when is this car going to stop moving? Mm -hmm. So then I just hear her screaming my name, and I'm like, I'm fine. 
And they turn around and our friend's unconscious in the back. Oh, shit. And I'm just like screaming, say something, say something. So we get him up. I look and there's someone helping us. And I look at my suitcases in the middle of the freeway. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why is my suitcase in the freeway? And the guy's like, because you guys don't have a trunk anymore. So we had been moving my stuff because I stayed in the suite the night before. And so the nice stranger went and got my suitcase for me and got me out a jacket and some shoes since my shoes had gotten knocked off at some point in this accident. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm not going to go into all the crazy specifics. One of the one of my friends went in the ambulance. Um, but it turns out that we got hit by a drunk driver mm-hmm. who blew over twice the legal limit Shit. and got arrested on the scene. So it's just one of those situations. This is my PSA now to don't fucking drive drunk. Right. Because it's not a fake story when they tell you that people get hurt. Right. And it's very unfortunate that, like, now when I think about my weekend in Detroit, everyone's like, how was your weekend? And it's like... That's the thing. Yeah. Like, really great, except for the fact that I almost died. Right. So... But everybody in the car, your car was okay. Yeah. Everyone's okay. You lived. Everybody's okay. The hospital guy is okay. You're achy. Everybody hurts. Everybody hurts, but everyone is fine. And that's just, like... I was trying to explain that to my friend who got married the next day because, of course, she feels guilty as all hell that, like, I'm in Detroit for her and I'm in her friend's car and all this stuff. But I was like, A, first of all, it could have been so much worse because we should have had another passenger. I didn't have my seatbelt on. Like, there are all these things that could have made it so much more tragic. How far do you think the car moved? Oh, so far. Like, the trail of my belongings was insane. That's amazing. And at that point, I was just like, I don't care. It was a really good moment for me because I was like, I don't care Mm -hmm. about my stuff. Like, I don't care what's still out there. The only things that I went back to get were... New Jeffrey Campbells. My Jeffrey. (laughs) (laughs) No, I went back to get my photo strips because I wanted them from the wedding and the gift that the bride had given me for being our bridesmaid because it was very sentimental, like my card and my gift from her. Yeah. Other than that, I was like, well, fuck, like... It doesn't matter. Like, here I am. Right. Body. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you made I'm it out. Attacked. Yes. So she called me the next day and she's feeling all guilty. And of course, I'm always the person that makes everything the lighthearted. Like, right. I need it to be funny. I need everything mm-hmm. to be funny. So she calls me and I'm like, listen, it was the most glamorous car accident of my life because I got out of that in my $300 dress with my fancy updo my airbrushed makeup and my fake eyelashes. Mind you, one was like halfway hanging on and like misplaced. Right. And I was covered in iced tea because the driver was having me hold her iced tea and I just like (laughs) doused me all over my body. (laughs) But other than that, I was like a car crash queen. Oh, wow. So not to mention, I think the car that like stopped to help us was hitting on me because then the guy stood with his arm around me for like five minutes and I was like, this is really weird now. Right. Now you need to go. Um, but then we went to the hospital, waited for our friend, had a nice... You, got, you guys already got checked out though. Like you didn't have a concussion or anything like no that. No one checked us. They just sent us. We just figured if we felt anything, we'd be at the hospital. Oh, okay. So I watched the sunrise while I ate a bag of Cheetos. Mm-hmm. 
in my glamour dress in the hospital of Detroit, which is not a very pleasant place because Detroit is Detroit. Right. Um, How is Detroit? I love it. I love Detroit. I think it's awesome. What do you like about it? I think that it's going to sound crazy, but I think it's a very romantic city because they have a very big sense. Their motto is, we hope for better things. We shall rise above the ashes. Mm -hmm. And it's just like... They're one city that lets their old buildings still exist and doesn't tear them down. So there's like a sense of history like you get from Europe and other places where here, if there's an old building, it's like, we'll knock it down and build something new. Mm -hmm. So I really do enjoy it. Well, it's because they don't have the money to knock it down even. Accurate. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I'm harsh because I was talking so much. It's all right. I'm only on, I still have like two days of my trip to go, guys. Keep on trucking. So then the next day, I'm just asleep forever. And my friend that was supposed to be with us that had gone home with someone else, she's my friend that's like my secret best friend that I've only hung out with twice. And I wake up and she's basically laying in a bed facing the room that I'm in, just wide-eyed waiting for me to open my eyes. Like she had made the person bring her there first thing in the morning and was just like creepily waiting for me to stir it's just or make like a when move. you stay at a friend's house when you were younger a slumber party first <laughs> yeah. person to wake up so she's there and then we're like lounging and i'm just like you know what i'm really sore but i paid so much to go out here yeah we need to do something yep make the best of it so we're staying at my friend's house friend of a friend's house In the ghetto of Detroit. So if you imagine what everyone thinks about Detroit and then imagine the ghetto of Detroit, that's where I am. Okay. So much so that cabs will not come to this part of town. Really? Because of the crime. So we call four different people, four different cab companies who all refuse us, and eventually we get one, and I'm clearly on someone's cell phone, and he's pausing 45 seconds between each thing. Sounds like he. I just interrupted him, like, hanging himself. <laughs> what? <laughs> just so sad and so depressed. And he says he'll come get us. So we wait outside, and I, of course, secretly snap a picture of the cab and post it to Facebook because I want everyone to know that this was the last person I was with. Maybe like, he was so sad because he's coming out there to... If I die. Well, he was stationed down the street. Oh, okay. So we get in the cab... And I'm just like the person that's like, I'm going to talk to the cab driver. So I'm like, do you like being a cab driver, Claire? And dead silence. No response. And then I look at Claire's license and it's expired. (laughs) (laughs) And then he's asking us where we want to go. And we're like, Comerica Park, which is like Dodger Stadium out here. It's a big baseball stadium. Yeah. And he's like, well, where? He's like, at the tiger statue. It's like, our friends are meeting us there. We have no fucking friends meeting us, but if Claire doesn't think we have friends, he's probably going to roll us off and right. kill us. So he's like, well, where? I was like, that 30-foot statue, Claire. And he's like, well, can't you just call your friends and ask them where? I'm like, the statue. <laughs> I was like, just get us close. We'll walk. And in my mind, I'm like, how do I tuck and roll and still maintain the beauty of my hat? Yeah. Like. My frail body. I don't know. Why do you want to go to this statue? That was just... We just wanted to wander downtown and it just seemed what like... What time of day is this? Like 
5 p.m. Okay, okay. So it just seemed like a good place, like, to say that we were meeting people. Uh-huh. So then we're just, like, wandering around. We're going, we're like, we'll do a beer tour of downtown. So okay. we're going, we go to two bars. And we're like, okay, well, now we want to go get dinner. So we go to this busy part of town to try and hail a cab. And there's a security guard there. And he's like, oh, I'll help you hail a cab. I'm like, okay. So then he goes, oh, never mind. I'll just drive you guys. What? And we like look at each other and look at his security guard shirt that looks like he made it at Hot Topic. And then naturally we're like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) So we make... Kevin posed for a picture with us uh-huh. so we could post it to the internet so of everyone course. knows that lastly we were with Kevin. All right. Kevin takes us in his Sebring. Oh. And the whole time is like, don't tell anyone. Don't tell anyone. Drops us off. We eat dinner. Then we go. There's a bar across the street that has string lights. So naturally I need to be anywhere that has string lights. Okay, yeah. We go there. Just where we meet our next stranger, Katie. And then Katie tells us that she's going to a bar Back in Hamtramck, which is the ghetto of Detroit, which is where we're staying, uh-huh. after she's off work. So we're like, sweet, a ride back ride. because no cabs will take us to Hamtramck. Yeah. So like, okay, meet us at that other bar, and then we'll go with you. So Katie meets us. She doesn't let us down. We hop in Katie's car. She's like, okay, well, we're going to go pick up Jessica. <laughs> like. Who the fuck is Jessica? So we go to get Jessica, who then hops in the car. She's got bright red hair. She tells us she has a boyfriend who works on a weed farm in Portland who has another girlfriend who lives in Texas. And they've only been dating for a couple months, but he called her two days ago. So that's got to mean something. And then she says, Tom wants us to bring them over. So now I'm like, Uh we're about to get murdered. And I just go, who the fuck is Tom? Uh And then she goes, one of our friends. I think he just wants to fuck all of us. I'm like, we are not going to Tom's. You need to calm down, little ladies. Yeah. So they take us to this bar, which is a joke. And then the girl that I'm with proceeds to just straight up hold the camera phone right in front of their faces and with the flash, snap a picture. And then Katie just justifies, oh, it's their security thing. What? (laughs) Because she knows that we've been taking pictures of everyone that we've been with. And now these girls are a threat. And so they take us to one other bar and we're just like, this is silly now. So then in my sense of adventure, I convinced my friend that it would be such an adventure if we walked home the 1.5 miles. Oh my God. And that's within your, your boundary. In the ghetto at 1.30 in the morning. <sighs> So within 10 steps, I instantly regret this. That's not good. (laughs) But we complete it. We made it home. We survived. We felt so tough. It was glorious. And then... Tell me what was going through your mind, though. Like, you... you, Oh, the whole time when we were walking? Like, compare Detroit's ghetto to, like, kind of a ghetto where you've been in Los Angeles. It's like if I was... The feeling that you would get walking down... Skid Row, but with less crazy people. Really? Yeah. Oh, shit. That's pretty bad. Just, like, very scary. So much crime. But just, like, less people and more people in cars. So why did, um, why does your friend live in such a... Because it's very cheap. 
She lives in a four-bedroom house and pays $400 in rent by herself. Really? So it's $400 I can get the whole house to myself? Yeah. Damn. So we make it home, pat ourselves on the back, and then the next day, she was leaving early, my friend. So we all went out to breakfast together, and then I got dropped off with, like, I just kept getting passed person to person. Mm Mm-hmm. Spent some time walking around, and then, yeah, then I went to the airport and happened to run into the bride's parents, who were very close to me, and they were so stoked to see that I was alive. Right, because they had heard about that. Yeah, so they're like, come have a glass of wine with us. So we had one last wine. It turned out they were on my flight home. Oh, okay. So we all boarded the flight, and then no one drew me, (laughs) but (laughs) I was in so much pain. Like, that was my pain day. Like, yeah. it finally caught up with me that the girl next to me was probably like, who is this fucking crazy bitch who's crying and has her button-up shirt tied around her neck? Because <laughs> I was just like, what do I even do? I'm trapped. Right. So then I was the crazy person. And then I got all my stuff. And I got my broke-ass suitcase that has a bunch of holes and a bent frame. And the handle only goes up a quarter of the way. And, and wheeled wheel, my way back into and the Los Angeles. <laughs> and that was my trip. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, it was very adventurous. So does your body feel okay now, or do no. you, do you want to, do you have to go to the doctor or what? What's the I next? I was gonna thing? go to the doctor today. I'm the person that only goes to the doctor when they're like dying. So, and I never. This whole time, everyone's been talking about it, and everyone's been asking about it. Which I love. Like, I love the support. I love that people care. Mm -hmm. But I don't want to turn it into this huge thing. And I realize that, first of all, I'm just so freaking thankful that, like, I'm alive. That I don't want to complain that just because my body hurts, you know? And I can't do anything about it. It's not like I'm broken anywhere. I'm just sore. But it keeps getting a little bit worse. At one point... There's these like icy hot patches that you could stick on your body. Mm-hmm. And I had them wrapped all the way. I wore three at once. I had them wrapped all the way around my neck, which I think I'm not supposed to have them anywhere near my face because then my eyes just started crying. Yeah. Because and, of the, like the menthol or yeah. But I went to go to the doctor today because apparently I'm supposed to go. Wow. I've talked no, a long can. time. I'm just checking. <laughs> this is the Lindsay show. Yeah. <laughs> Because <laughs> um, apparently, if you get in a car accident, you're supposed to go because yeah. a lot of the time people down the road are fucked up. Yeah. The only thing is, Michigan has a law called the no fault law. So even though we got hit by a drunk driver, it doesn't matter. No one's at fault. Really? So you have to go through this whole process of suing them. But if I just have my copay, it's not a big deal. I just need to know I'm alive. Right. The end. The end. Sorry. No, it's I'm awesome. I'm not sorry. <laughs> um, my weekend was full of adventure. I granted I didn't get hurt. Only the only thing that hurt was my sleep schedule because I went to Las Vegas. I didn't even know you were in Vegas. You didn't. I snuck in. Nope. That's what I did. I was there for a bachelor party, and of course, most people do their bachelor bachelorette party there in in Vegas. And 
It was fine. Everything was good. I don't think I could. I I don't think I have a, a Lindsay level of partiness in me. <laughs> but um, we stayed at uh, the Luxor, which is, of course, as you know, a giant pyramid in the middle of the desert. They have a nice pool. Yeah, I don't know. I'm okay. t- I'm tired of the Luxor. Okay. Sorry. I always stay there. It's the same thing over and over again. The thing that bothers me the most about the Luxor. The angled room. Yes. <laughs> the angle, angled room. Like, if you go to the Stam Hotel, pay the extra money and stay in one of the new towers because these rooms are showing their age. The wallpaper was peeling off in the bathroom. And you lose, yeah, you have an angled room. So basically the window looking out, you're like hitting your head on. Right. And... uh also, did you notice the elevator? It goes sideways. Yes. Which sucks when you're drunk because you're like, already like, I'm getting nauseous. This shit is, get me out of here. Did you notice that? I know, I remember someone just saying it, like, we're going sideways. Yeah, it's bullshit. It is bullshit. But uh, that's where I stayed. We all stayed together. We all got rooms next to each other, which was which good, you know. How many rooms did you get? Well, we only had four. How and many a- people were you with? Mm, like 11 or 12. That's how we know we're getting old. How? Whatever happened to like piling 30 people in a room? Dude, yeah, I need, I need some bed space. Well, we were in, initially we were going to get like these huge suites and just pack everybody in. But uh, I, I, I think some people dropped out or whatever. I don't know. I don't know what happened behind the scenes. I didn't plan it. I just went along for the ride and just, you know, I, I wanted to be the person that didn't cause any friction i'm like all right let's go do this let's go do that so no easy peasy lemon breezy that's how i'm trying to live my life not okay. stressing in all facets of my life just go with the flow not unless you know, unless someone's jumping off a bridge then i'm not jumping off a bridge right but uh unless isocene is there to catch you that's right <laughs> um but I knew going into this tr- this trip, it was going to be an expensive one. So I was kind of thankful we were staying at Luxor because it's kind of a cheap hotel. Right. Not the cheapest, but it's cheap. It's on the cheap scale. It's no uh, win. You know, mm. we're not ballers. <laughs> yeah, Lindsay, I saw, I saw you. Yeah, yo, the Luxor pool is so good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I just saw it from like above recently. And I was like, look at how many they have. And then I thought there were water slides, but I think that's just like water no. that pours down. Yeah, it just pours down. Um, but what did we do? We had a lot. We had a lot planned. We we crammed a lot into our time. We got there on a Friday, kind of. Uh, I think when you get into Vegas, everybody goes too hard the first day. Oh yeah. You know, and that kind of just like it hinders your Saturday because everybody's kind of trying to nap. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So this whole trip, I've. I went without sleep. Like we pretty much first night we went uh we were gonna do a dinner. We went to Hofbrauhaus, which is in Munich in Germany. They have uh they don't have a lot of beer like we have a lot of beer selections, you know, here in the United States or wherever you're at. Hopefully you're you know, wherever. You have a lot of beer selections. But if you go to Germany, like they actually have these huge places that brew their own beer and you can only get that beer in that area. You can't, it's not like you can go pick and choose. You can only get that certain type of beer, but it's good beer. So they have the Hofbrauhaus in Germany and they've kind of licensed that name out. And they have a place in uh, Las Vegas, which kind of encapsulates the beer hall, you know, with the, yes. 
the girls that wear the the dresses, the push up dresses. I forget what the name. It starts with a D. Drindles or something like that. Yes. You're looking at me like I don't know because I don't know the name of it. I thought it was called something else. Well, anyways, the little bustier. So they bring all your beers, your huge huge beers to the table. You've got the picnic table type situation. Everybody's singing and dancing and chanting and whatever. And uh, it was good. I mean, it was cool. Uh, they, they also served. They had these, uh, you could order shots of like Jägermeister or whatever bullshit thing. And they would bring it out to you on a paddle, like a, you know, you get a flight of oh, beer. Yeah. So, like a flight of beer, but they bring out your shots on this paddle. And you're supposed to take the shot. And then they bend you over the freaking table and they slap you on your ass. And I'm talking like they slap you on your ass. Oh my God. So, the people that I was with, like, that sounds fun. Let's, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to order one for the, the bachelor. And uh, that just devolved into this thing where everybody was getting their asses slapped. So, and it just kept going and going and going. We get the bill, seven hundred dollars. <gasps> yep. So. Oh my god! Among twelve yep. people. Yeah, it was like eleven people. Oh my god. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah, I know. So that was that was the first thing that hit my wallet hard. And then they're like, "Oh well, let's just." You know, everybody pays like a hundred bucks. The people that didn't order as much will just get a free ride or whatever. So I was out a hundred bucks that first night. Oh my god! I didn't. I, I only got. Die. I only got my butt hit once, <laughs> and I had to pay a hundred bucks. I didn't even want to do it. They're just like everybody's doing it. I'm like, all right, sure, I guess. Fucking hurt. But oh my uh, god! Then we had to figure a way to get to our next thing, and there was a stretch escalate outside it wasn't ours we didn't order it it was just sitting there so we're and we had closed out the the restaurant we were just going to get some taxis and head back or head to our next thing but the guy's like oh i'll take you and I'm like all right how much do you want it's like oh 100 bucks and i'm like no we're not going to pay you 100 dollars when we can take a couple taxis and pay like you know a third of that right so then the guy's like i'm not taking you and we're just going back and forth like for 10 minutes like you know you could have taken us to where we want to go in the time that you're arguing. So eventually we get them down to 70 bucks. For okay. like 11 people. Yeah. And uh, head over to our next thing, which was off the strip. Um, the bachelor, he had a connection, like his uncle or whatever, knew the owner or whatever. And he's like, oh, we're going to get bottle service. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be awesome. It's just like a kind of like a lounge situation. Because we didn't want, I didn't want to do the dancing. Nobody wanted to really dance. It was just right. going to be a lounge thing. So we get there, and the driver pulls up, and he's like, are you sure you guys want to be here? Because this place was not really <laughs> meant for the, uh, the crowd that we were showing up with. So we get in there, and uh, there's nobody in there. It's pretty much dead. This is Friday night at, like, 12 at, at night. It's... There's some people in there dancing around to the music or whatever, and we're like, "Oh shit, this isn't uh, this isn't really for us." And then we ask about the serv- the bottle service. The limo driver just speeds away. Hooray! Yeah, I mean, it wasn't rough. We didn't. I mean, we got a bunch of guys. Nobody's gonna really mess with us because we're yeah. rolling like eleven deep or twelve deep or whatever it was. But uh, we ask about the service, the bottle service, because we want our, everybody wants some booze. And like, oh, do you want it in here, the main room, or do you want to go into this room over here? You're like, oh, we'll go over there. We'll go to this other room. Little did we know that it was 
kind of like a makeshift strip club in there. So like we show up and there's nobody in that room except for the staff that works there and the girls. And they're all just sitting around. And then once we get in there, they're like, they get up like, ah, ah, we got to start doing something. So this <laughs> one girl just immediately gets up on the stage and starts gyrating around or whatever. <laughs> and this is like, I mean, I mean, music's playing or whatever. You got a DJ sitting over in the corner, but you know, and everybody's just trying to jumps into position. <laughs> like, oh, we got to do something now. So we're just all relaxing, whatever. I mean, it's a very laid back situation. We weren't really there for this. We didn't even know going there that it was right. going to be that. But uh, there were girls up there and doing their thing. And a few people were, you know, making it rain. But I just sat back and just enjoyed my free free drink. Uh, free drinks. And was then the, the bottle vodka. Yeah, <laughs> of course. <laughs> Vodka, and uh, they had all the mixers, and they also had Rockstar, which, man, Rockstar, if, I haven't had Rockstar in, like, years, and, man, that shit is too sweet. I haven't had it. It it just made my teeth hurt, but uh, things got sloppy from that point on. Like, a lot of people went a little too hard, and then we were the only people in there, pretty much. Like, we were running the show or whatever, and then a few a few people trickled in, like, that we didn't know. And one of the people I won't I won't say names or whatever, but uh, started throwing like our bottle around, like he just chucked it, just threw the bottle that was empty. I mean, it was empty at that time, and it shattered all over the place and like hit like a stripper, and like apparently she was bleeding or whatever, it, like on her foot, it, not on her face or anything like yeah. that, but like he just threw it and like it exploded everywhere. So then that guy got kicked out. That was with this guy was with you. Yes, this guy okay. was with us, and like. He kept making appearances throughout the night. He would like run into the into where we were, and like the the main security guy would spot him with his flashlight, and then he would chase him out, and then it would just get more and more aggressive and aggressive. And we're just like, we gotta get the fuck out of here because something bad's gonna happen. So it was like the rest of our party showed up. Like we had some people coming in from uh, like up north, like San Francisco. Those okay. people came in and everything, and we're just like, uh, you guys just got here, but we're kind of we got to get out of here. And so I hightailed it out with them and got a free ride back and left everybody there. There's no taxis around or whatever. And apparently some people got rides from like, uh, like a pair of like two girls that uh, didn't even work at the club, but they were like trying to get jobs there. I guess they were strippers or whatever. And the dude threw up all over their car. Like, on the side of it. The bottle thrower, dude? No, another guy. Oh, my God. So it's just, like, this mess of, like, getting back to the Luxor. Just huge. Just We just left, like, a wake of right. chaos. Destruction. Yeah. As much as, you know, we could. And uh, I think I got into bed around, like, 5 o'clock, 4.30, 5 o'clock that night. Because we had a big morning, uh, which was... Uh, in Las Vegas, you can actually shoot, like, machine guns and stuff there. So that was the plan. So for uh, Saturday morning... To be hungover and shooting Exactly. Guns. In the heat? Uh, it was actually indoors. I didn't know if it was going to be indoors or outdoors, but everybody crawls t downstairs, and uh, we were picked up by, by the place. They sent a, a car for us. The whole thing... I, I really just enjoyed like all the, the transportation this weekend was what I really enjoyed, which was we had the limousine, the Escalade, 
bumping whatever. And then we had, uh, you know, the throw up thing going on or whatever. We got picked up actually by like a huge like Hummer, like a Hummer Hummer, not a not like a soccer mom Hummer, but like the okay. like army Hummer. And it was just open air and like everybody piled into that. That's fun. And we went over to the place and they're like, is anybody drunk? No, I don't know if any, anybody was still drunk, but I wasn't. I stopped drinking. And they make you sign like a waiver and say, okay, well, this is serious business and blah, 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 you, you know all that mess and then you get to pick all, all your guns and like there's you could do like the modern warfare package where you have like all the guns from modern warfare or you could shoot like this world war ii gun or you could shoot like all this crazy shit and like a belt a belt fit fed like gun yeah. like just so i picked like the cheapest thing because i'm not big on guns like I think it's cool. Like, I have nothing against, like, owner gun ownership, but, like, I just don't have that much experience, like, firing them. And yeah. me being with a bunch of other guys, I didn't want to be the dude, like, getting thrown all over the yeah. place with the gun. So I just picked, like, the bare, the basic package, which was, like, a, a handgun, an Uzi, and, like, a... Like Potato an M- gun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, like, a, like an M4 assault rifle thing kind of a thing. A super soaker. Yeah. A potato gun. Yeah. So we all picked our packages and we, we piled into the thing. They gave you your, your eyeglasses and your headphones, which were awesome because, like, it's fucking loud as shit in there. And uh, lo and behold, I'm the first person up. So I step up to the plate and they give me my handgun. I don't know what to expect because nobody else is gone. Like, I've never shot, I don't think I've ever shot this caliber, which is like nine millimeter. So it's not tiny, it's, it's, it's got a good kickback. So I pull up to the thing and then I've got my glasses on and I start freaking, you know, I'm start getting my heartbeat going and I, I go at it and then my, my glasses are starting to fog up cause I'm getting all nervous. <laughs> and then the guy turns me around after I had finished my gun or whatever. I was like, see right here, gentlemen, this is what happens when you have that your glasses too close. Cause I didn't know I had them like right up to my face, but you have to have them a little bit off. And so he made an example of me. He didn't embarrass me, but he's like, you know, make sure you pull your things away. And I was like, oh, hey, guys. And then they handed me the Uzi. And I just, you know, it just goes. You pull the trigger and it's like, goes. And then my third gun was the M4, which is pretty awesome and intimidating. I mean, you're shooting, you you feel this thing kicking. What are you shooting at? Target? Yeah, just a target, like a, a paper target that's a little far away. But a lot of the people, you know, they shot shotguns, they shot, like, uh, all sorts of weapons, crazy ones, like a an AK-47, which is, you know, the one that looks like it's got some wood on it or whatever. It's pretty, I think that was our, our really enjoyable thing. Well, the Bachelor got to shoot, like, a like a grenade launcher, but it wasn't a grenade, obviously. Yeah. But he got to shoot that part of the thing. That's cool. And, uh... I don't know. It was, it was awesome. I think that I enjoyed that. Probably that was most one of the most enjoyable things because I felt like we all came together on that. Right. Especially we got to ride ride back in the Hummer. Went to Hooters. You know, finished it off with some wings, and uh, then we got into our gambling. Then kind of everybody kind of split up. Yeah. But I took a chunk of people and taught them how to play craps, as I taught you how yes. to play craps. It's pretty fun, right? Yes. And. Uh, what else happened? Um, I don't know. I guess after that, I was just, 
I left the a chunk of people there too. I split off. I'm like, you know what? I gotta get some. I gotta take a nap. I have to. Like I ache. I'm just like hazy. Everything is crazy. I wasn't even drinking that much that day. And then uh, we got into um, Saturday. Am I on Saturday? That's where I am. Yes. Yeah. Saturday night was kind of like what I alluded to. We went too hard Friday. So Saturday was like we're scrambling to kind of figure something out because we kind of flipped our days. Like we went the hard day first. Right. So some of the people had wanted to go just relax. Some people wanted to go to a club. Some people wanted to go to another strip club because that was the plan. It was a strip club. Mm-hmm. Sorry, ladies that are listening. I mean, I... Dusty respects I women. do. I do. And then, you know, I... Whatever. I'm pretty tame with it. He'd rather be playing with guns. That's right. Yes. Um, so we went to this dinner. I think the theme of this this weekend was pretty much just pay too much for dinner. <laughs> Have you ever like? I mean, I don't know. I went to the, we all went to this dinner, this place uh, we we had decided on, and I wasn't even hungry because I was so fucking tired. I'm like, I just want to. I actually just would prefer to sleep, but I'm here because I'm not sure if I don't do this, do I miss out on what's gonna happen at at night? So right. I just hunkered down and I went through it. Uh, we sit at the table. I'm like, I'm gonna order the something cheap because I've already spent a shit ton of money. Um, so I order like a ten dollar thing, a water, and then all of a sudden these rounds of Irish car bombs show up. So everybody has to do an Irish car bomb, which we do because I love Irish car bombs. Right, accurate. And uh, the bill shows up for all that when all is said and done, and that one's like four hundred dollars. Oh my god. So I ended up paying like a shit ton for water, my ten dollar plate, and the Irish carbon. Irish carbon is actually fourteen dollars at this place. Oh, wow. So you could get a, a full glass of Guinness for seven, but we got a third of a glass of Guinness in <laughs> a shot for fourteen. Perfect. Good deal. Um, so after that, that's when the group it went into like, all right, we gotta figure out what we're doing. We ended up just going to a lounge. People smoked some cigars. I don't really smoke, so I just stood there. And then um, that was that. I mean, it was kind of means to an end. Uh, oh no, actually. So the the people that came in had wanted to go to another strip club, and I'm like, okay, well, again, not for me. Sorry, people. But uh, they're like, oh, it's going to be free. We'll get a ride there. It'll be free. So I'm like, all right, sure, I'll go if it's free. So we actually called the place, and they sent another driver. And it was a, ended up being a huge party bus. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so like it was a huge black party bus. Had a stripper pole in it. Had the lights going. The music was boring. We were listening to Kanye West. It ended up just being like five people, just me and a couple of the other guys. Half the other party just went and did... I think they went to LAX, which is in Luxor. Yeah. And uh, we show up at the strip club, which is like the biggest one in Vegas. But being that it's so big, and that's why I wanted to talk about it, because you get this stigma of like strip club and you think sleazy or whatever. And I'm not saying it's whatever. But we get in there and it is just fucking huge. It is just huge, open, and there's everybody that you could ever think of in there there's i saw an old man in a wheelchair 
I saw grandpa with a fanny pack on. I saw people, young, younger people than us. I saw, you know, women in there. There's quite, actually, I was surprised by the amount of just regular women in there. And it turned into this thing that made it like, to me at least, and I don't know if like something's broken in me or whatever, but I didn't even see it as sexual at all. It was just kind of like, there's so many people that it was like a club atmosphere. Yeah. It was like you just walked into any club and yeah, there's, there's a girl dancing around like topless up there, but there are so many people around just standing around that it's like, it takes you away from that. Right. But, it's not everyone just staring at the one girl. Right. It's people talking to each other or whatever, or doing whatever. And there's seats everywhere and you there's people sitting down, so you have to actually have table service to actually sit down, which sucked because we're cheap asses, so we had to yeah. stand around. And being that you had to stand around, uh, there's like, the best way I could call it is a lazy river of strippers that kept walking around you. It's like, I'm standing still, but the lazy river is moving around <sighs> you. And, you know, they come up and they'd be polite and they'd ask your name and like, you know, the small talk shit, but... Ultimately, they're trying to get you to get a lap dance or whatever. Right. And I'm like, I'm sorry, honey. I love my money too much. And I, I've got someone and back home. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> and I've got someone back home. And that's just, to me, this, you know, 20 bucks or whatever it was is, like, not worth it for, like, a minute. Right. Of whatever. So they, they keep, I'm trying to be polite, but not keep them, they're trying to keep talking to me, but I'm trying to be polite because... I'm wasting their time. They can make a sale down down to someone else because right. I'm not buying. And my friends are like talking, and one guy that I know is like very talkative, but he's innocent like with it. He really just wants to talk to girls or whatever. And this one girl comes and and just to describe the place, they have like just as I said that everybody from all walks of life was there. They have strippers of all walks of life. They have ladies granny in a wheelchair. Not granny in a wheelchair, but they had moms they like you like. 40s 50s ish uh-huh. pushing 50 probably 40s you had the stripper with the big boobs of course like comically big boobs you had the tall girl you had blondes brunettes whatever you're into there was like a hundred people on a hundred of them on the floor uh-huh. at least and they just f- circle it's the it's the lazy river of whatever so i get this one girl who comes up to me I'm just getting, I'm getting a little tired of it just because it happens every 10 minutes. Like you're bound to get someone that's going to talk to you. But this one girl, not my type, uh, her face a little bit too, uh, too much surgery going on. Not natural at all. So her face is all tight and pulled back and just whatever. And she's like, Hey, what's your name? I'm like, you know, I'm sorry. I'm not interested. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm sorry. She's like, what the fuck's wrong with you? I'm like, what, what? What do you mean? She's like, I'm just trying to be polite. What the fuck is wrong with you? You're a fucking asshole. And I'm, I'm kidding you not. And then she's like, your mother fucking hates you. I'm like, what are you talking about? It's like, and then she talk, says something over to my friend. He's like, is your friend, what the fuck's wrong with your faggot friend? I'm like, this is no way to get. Why is she so angry? I don't know, but she's up in my face. Like, literally, like. A f- less than a foot away from me yelling at my face and it's like I, the bounce is around I, you can't do anything yeah it's not like i can say like get away from me and push her away but uh i don't know what triggered it every other girl that approached me or my group was polite um 
And I didn't spend... Maybe she's the girl that's like trying... All the other girls are like, no, he's the guy that needs to be bullied. <laughs> Maybe she was like sent Maybe. to come and bully Maybe you. she's the bully lady, but I didn't like it. And she didn't get my money. Actually, none of the girls got my money. Um, I kind of just was so tired at that point, like just from dinner and everything. I was just uh, just so stoic and I was just, uh, you know, I was just a statue at that point. So I stood there for a while and then uh, we, we left, took a cab home and uh, crashed. It felt so good. It felt so good to get back into that bed. And... Uh, I got a tip. I mean, that that was pretty much the extent of my trip. We left early and hit a little bit of traffic, but it's expected on a Sunday when everybody's trying to bail. Right. But my tip, I wanted to talk briefly about Vegas. If you're interested in going, if you're just about to turn 21 or you've never been, I think that I've been a few times, as long as you've been more than me, we could probably come up with a few tips to help our listeners out. Correct. Bring and water. That's what I was going to get at is... Before you even get, if you're driving, let's say you're within driving distance or whatever, before you even get to the city, you need to pack a shit ton of water. Alcohol. Your alcohol, your food, get snacks for breakfast or whatever because everything is so expensive on the strip. Everything is just this epicenter and you can't really get away with it, get get away from it. It's too hard to get out of that little epicenter. So everything on the strip or around it is going to cost you money all the food, all the fast food places, all the restaurants. For the most part, like everything that I hit, the food was okay. It was fine, yeah. but it wasn't blowing my mind. Like I spent $100 the first night and it's like that was not $100 worth like quality food. Right. I had a sausage that fell apart on me. But uh I would just say grab some food, some snacks, most importantly stay hydrated with your waters. Yeah, and at least bring breakfast food because Especially Saturday morning, everyone's going to be so hungover yeah. that, like, everyone wakes up at different times. You just want your snack to get you going. Exactly. That's what I did, actually. I woke up before everybody in my room. I just had me and two others, and I went down to the Starbucks. I had to wait in a 10-minute line. And the Starbucks there does not take Starbucks gift cards. Yeah. So don't think you have that on your side. Right. And I got, like, a muffin, and that cost me, like, five bucks Right. for a muffin. That I didn't even want. I just need to get something in my stomach because I was just like, shit. Right. Um, what else? Do you have anything else? I mean, what else do you have? Was that it? That's, That's what your I mean. list? Well, sunscreen. Amateur? I, I guess. What else you got? What's, what's your tip? Do you have a buffet tip? Do you have... Well, also bring Gatorade. Yeah. I use... I do vitamin water. Or uh, actually smart water. To drink before, make sure you bring medicine. Like an Advil or a Tylenol. Okay. Uh, I would say when you check in, I have yet to do it, but the twenty dollar, the twenty dollar, um, twenty dollar thing where you slip a twenty in between your driver's license and your credit card when you check in and say, "Do you have any complimentary upgrades?" Apparently, that works like eight times out of ten. So if you want to upgrade your room, and unfortunately, I didn't do it this time because I had already asked the guy. He's like, "Oh yeah, we have you all locked in." The four um, areas, so I couldn't get away without being the asshole that's, like, in right. the fancy room. Or just be a girl. Yeah. Yeah, show up <laughs> what we, not wearing pants to check show in. Not wearing pants to check in. Um, I don't know. I've always just been... Cash? Bring a lot of cash? Oh, yeah. ATMs there charge you a lot. That's a good one, yeah. Also, not only on the tip of, like, 
getting charged a lot at the ATM, but that way you're more responsible. Like know right. how much you want to gamble. Exactly. So it's... you don't walk away hating yourself. Exactly. Pre-plan how much you're going to spend for the night and you're okay losing because your drunk self is gonna, you don't want to have your drunk self go right. to the ATM and pull out any more money. And a wise brother once told me, those aren't just cute little chips, Lindsay. Mm-hmm. That's your money. Yep. So I always like to put what I'm winning, like what I started with in my pocket once yes. I've started winning. I ration that as well. And then that way you know that whatever you have on the table, you're still up and yep. you're not down. That's exactly what I do. So I don't know. That's all I, I had really was just be careful with your money. Yeah. It goes fast. I spent a sh- well, more than I wanted to. I could have bought something fancy. I think but. bringing your own alcohol is a huge thing, too. Or just if yeah, you're you, going to be gambling, you get free drinks. Exactly. And you can bring your your beers downstairs. They don't care. You can bring your beer down. You can buy you can plastic cups. All I, over the land. Exactly. You can walk outside with it. There's no need to go buy a beer at uh, $8 beer at their little thing. Accurate. So, I don't know. I had a good time. I hope The Bachelor had a good time. I don't know if he listens to the show or not, but I hope you had a good time, buddy. I had a good time. I like the gun thing a lot. I, I like the, uh, like I said, the transportation was fun. The Escalade was fun because everybody was just yelling out the window, of course. What do you expect? Yeah. Hummer was cool because you felt like a badass and the, with the wind whipping through your hair. I had awesome wind hair. And then the strip club transportation. The driver was awesome. Cause it was a free ride, but like he was, it was he was getting into the music. We were speed through the desert, you know, having a good time. It just felt like you were invincible. I guess, but I was fucking tired. Okay. Tiredly invincible. And it's like we've made everybody on this podcast. I know, Jesus! Oh my gosh, we've been going, oh, we went hard. We have now talked the entire length of the podcast and not even gotten to anything else (laughs) yes uh all right let's get into let's get into it let's talk about music let's talk about music um i wanted to bring up isis scene i know we bring him up all the time his music is awesome um but he just released some stuff so that's why we're talking about it again i'm ready uh he did a a couple things i want to talk about um first thing is he released an album called nine zero which is uh he he mixes up um, Nine Inch Nails with I think Trifonic or Trifonic I think it is I don't I'm sorry I don't have my notes I'm butchering it ah but uh, it's kind of like this dark thing like a very dark concept album and I think he's working on the visual side of it as well so it, right now you can get the audio side of it it's pretty it's pretty good but if you're a fan of Nine Inch Nails and all that it's worth a listen we're gonna play one of the tracks closing out on that but. Before we get into that, I wanted to go with something lighter. Okay. He also released a single, which uh, is Churches. That's Churches with the V. Oh, know? yeah. And L.A. Goulding. Oh, cool. I know you're going to like this one. This one is an awesome summer jam. It's called Starry-Eyed Gun. Take a listen.
Isocene, doing um, a mashup of Churches and Ellie Goulding, Starry-Eyed Gun. You can actually get that on his YouTube, which is youtube.com slash Isocene. Also, you can go to his website, which is isocene.com, and get all his other mashups and all that good stuff. It's all about the summer. I mean, this is summertime music. That's how I feel about him. He does great stuff, and uh, I always look forward to what he has coming down the pipe. I'm sure he will show up again. I, I can't. I, you know what? It's awesome. Accurate. Yeah. You like it, Lindsay. I do. Yeah. So, awesome music, awesome show. He already told me he'd do a Peter Allison mashup. Okay. So. Don't put the pressure on him. He'll do it when he gets to it. I always feel bad asking. You know. Fine. I don't know. My birthday's in three weeks. Oh, no. <laughs> Don't say that. Um, my Vegas. That was, I mean, we've talked about the Vegas. We talked about your wedding. Uh, I had a few things here about uh, trivia. I mean, we're not going to do trivia this week. Right. Because I could just be asking you the questions. I'd be silent. Right. Then things get awkward. But what I went, I play trivia now. Like, I'm back in my game. I've been doing well for the most part. Except this last week. This this week, I just felt like I wanted to talk about it real fast. I had to get it off my chest because I'm, I'm just feeling down about it. I went there. And first off, I guess, being that sports are picking back up. I don't know if the baseball's still going on for little kids or whatever, but my my trivia hangout was invaded by all these kids running around everywhere. Okay. So right off the bat I'm like, eh, I'm not liking today. Then I get sat down next to these people who are gonna play the game. And the rules are like don't use your phone. Do not use your phone. The guy says, Don't use your phone. And what do they do right off the bat? Start using their phone. So that's what it just kind of set the night off bad for me. I did terrible, by the way. I didn't even place third place. I got like probably like fourth or fifth. But uh, I just want to talk about what type of what type of person are you? This is this is a family next to me. Like it was a family of this mom, dad, young kids, and like an older, maybe like a sister to the older people, but. How dare you come into my my zone? 
bust out your phones open willingly like looking up like what's the fun in just in googling all the answers there is no fun did the person not like see them doing it well eventually like we were nicole and i were because nicole was with me we were discussing if we wanted to Tattletale. Tattletale. And, I, you know, I'm like, well, you know, it's really the prize is only $20. First place is, like, you get $20 to the place. And, yeah. like, you blow through that anyways when you're there anyways. But, and I'm like, how stupid is it that you're Googling things for $20? Right. Like, that's your, you're okay and with. And what are you teaching your kids? Exactly. It's like, what type of person are you that. It's like, it doesn't, we're just going to Google it and that way we'll win. Yeah. No, it's about learning right what's the fun you don't know if you don't know the answer then you don't know the answer if you google it you're just cheapening the whole game for everybody else that's trying to play right and like i it's not really about the money but it's like you open just being so open about cheating in front of your family it's like what are the things are you what type of asshole person are you right and like teaching and other about rule breaking because i'm sure he says it several times like don't use your phone yeah and then they're just like no we're gonna use it yeah like, and i i kind of rules. i went over I, I was within earshot like they're like we could hear each other and i'm like you know you said not to you know it's not, said not to use your phone yeah i'm like oh we're not googling we're binging. Yeah, you know, he's being smart-ass. Like, oh, we're definitely not Googling. <laughs> and uh, they left anyways, so it kind of fixed its own self. But right. the thing that bothered me is like, one, what are you teaching your kids? And two, it's just 20 bucks. How shitty of people are you that you right. care that much about 20 bucks? It's like, I'm just here to play the game, and I'd like to see where I place in an honest thing. Right. Like, I don't even care if I if I win or not. I just, I'm just doing it for myself. That's how you play the game. Right. So I didn't win. That's the moral story. But shitty people make for shitty times. And I don't know. I've, I've, moving away from that and moving into the super long bonus episode of Internet on Time. <laughs> I always You're toy welcome. with I always toy with the idea of bringing internet related stuff to the show because we're internet on tape. I feel like we're not doing our job, so I figured this week we could talk about something that you are familiar with, Lindsay, which is Instagram. I knew that was coming. People are gonna think that all I care about. Well, you've shifted away from Facebook, right? Well, you're still on it, but like most of your stuff is on on Instagram. Instagram. Like yeah. we sit here every week, and I see your phone light up. Every second, new <laughs> likes. Life is so hard. I forgot I was doing my video again, yeah. so I'm going to oh, creepily video okay. you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel like I have to get my posture down. Uh, should I be wearing my Gatorade towel? From the... Yeah. Okay, let me get my Gatorade towel up. I keep forgetting I'm filming my month again. Okay, okay there perfect. we go. I got my Gatorade Great. towel on. You can get these at a, any sporting it. goods perfect. store. And okay, uh, back to normal. Instagram, tell me more. Well... <clears throat> I, I view it from from afar, but uh, I always follow like what the what's going on in the world and whatnot. And I just had heard that they just put an update out today. I don't know if you got it. Nope. But you can uh, now import your own videos into the app. Okay. Which was what I was trying to do for my first video because I got a real good one on Dad. But right. So now stupid. you can do that. Now you can take video anytime you want. I hated the video. You don't like the video? No. But I feel like this time around, it'll it'll allow people to... Actually, I'm, I'm torn because on one hand, 
letting people record video whenever they want and put it into the app, I think allows for people to a, a greater. Uh, the videos don't fucking suck. Yeah, they might not suck as much because you can bring something in that you shot at another time. It's not while you're there. Like while we were in Vegas, people were like, "Oh, I got to get this on Instagram," and it's like you should be able to just bring in video. You know, not yeah. always have to have that app open and limited limited to the fifteen seconds. But I also feel, on another hand, that what's going to stop someone from the benefit to doing it in the app is that you have to be in the moment, have to be there. It has to be your thing. Right now, you've eliminated that, and I could quickly, I could just import like a clip of something that isn't even my own and upload it as my own. Do you get what I'm saying? Well, what would like what would you be uploading? Well, you could upload like a 10 second clip of like a South Park or or whatever. But you could have done that by filming your TV. But then it's, you know, crappier quality. Okay. Yes. But accurate. I'm curious to see what's happening. You're not using Vine, are you? No. You've never got into it? No. And I don't, I've done two videos. My first video was like a straggler in the dark. I was like, I thought it was fun. It's a very frustrating process. And then my second one, which I think is the one thing that Instagram video is good for, is a concert. Hmm, yeah. Because I was at Postal Service and I did like a six-second clip of a song. Mm-hmm. And that I thought was pretty cool. Yeah. But other than that... You just like the, the pictures. Yeah, the videos are frustrating. Do you get more likes on the video or more likes on the pictures? Pictures. I've only done two videos. Well, like in viewing, like what are your friends doing? What's the breakdown of your friends? It's mostly pictures. It's still mostly pictures? Yeah, because I feel like with Instagram too, I'm very quick at like scrolling through it. Mm-hmm. I don't slow down for that fucking play button. Mm-hmm. I'm out of here. Right. And then you make a loud noise and then people know I'm on Instagram. Here's another thing. Here's another thing that I just thought of actually right now. What are we going to do? When you want to leave Instagram or let's say Instagram's not cool anymore or whatever, like, what are you going to do with like pictures? You assume that you can, you can, you can, I'm sure there's websites that can take the API and just strip all the photos away and you can save those pictures Mm -hmm. like to your Dropbox or you can save them back to your computer for the future. But the videos, I feel like those are just going to be just lost, like they're up there for the time being. It's not timeless. Like, think about like nobody uses MySpace anymore. Right. So like in five years' time, when it's time to step away from possibly Instagram or whatever, Facebook, you have all this data sitting up there. Are you gonna? How are you gonna get your pictures or your videos out of there? Are you gonna even want to get your videos out of there? Well, all my pictures are out on my computer. Right, but because not, it resaves them on into your photo. Does roll. it save the the videos? I don't really care about the videos. Okay. That's what I'm curious about. Like, we spend so, and I think I touched on this, like, way, 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 way back, but, like, we're always snapping pictures. Always snapping. Right. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I think it's good. It's cool to document things, and it's so easy to share things now, and, and it's awesome, but it's, like, when you upload that to a service, a specific service that's the hot thing, the hot ticket, you, when it's time to move, I feel like you're going to have some you're not going to be able to easily just move everything over to the next thing. You're going to lose a lot of the stuff. Well, I feel 
like that's just how it, the internet is. Like, think about when someone else takes a picture of you, and it goes on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Then you just look at it and you're like, cool, I'm tagged in a cool picture. Look at this cool new representation of who I am as a person. How often do you like save that picture to your computer? That's true. That's what I'm saying. What happens if that person deletes their account? Then it's like that cool picture doesn't exist anymore. So unless you're saving a picture onto your computer every time someone posts one, like are you screenshotting all your friends' Instagrams and cropping them so then they look like a regular picture. Well, I think you could, from the web, you could go to Instagram.com slash your friend's name and save it that way, I think. Oh. But it's just like, there's so many times where, like, when MySpace started its fade out, I was like, well, there's some pictures on here I actually want. So Mm -hmm. I went through and saved them. Yeah. But then I feel like now we used to hold on to pictures so dearly and it's like, this is my box of pictures. Mm -hmm. Like, if there's a fire, I'm going to save right. my box of pictures. Right, but you, your box is now online. Yeah, and I feel like a lot of and you feel like it, But you feel like it's permanent. You feel like it's permanent in the moment, but it's really not permanent because you step away from it. Yeah, and then what happens if it crashes? And there's been, like, folders of pictures that I've lost, and I've been like, okay, well, whatever. Like, I feel like a lot of that is lost because everything is so much in the moment now yeah. that there's not a physical thing to look at. We feel like it'll always be there to click. Yes. And then that's what I'm saying. Yeah. it's gone. And then it's just like, oh, well, shit, it's gone. Right. Like, but what, what do am you I keep? Gonna... It's like, it, it's like, do you want to hoard a bunch of stuff right. that doesn't matter? And then we have matter? 10 million pictures online because it's so easy to take pictures now. It's like, this one has this filter on it. This one has this filter on it. Right, so when I go back to show my non-existent, maybe future kids, do I click through the 30,000 pictures of my cat that I uploaded? Or do I have to now take hours out of my life to go through and figure out, like, this is the one picture I need to keep. This is the one, like, this one's important. Because you don't just take, like, one picture of shit most of the time. No. But then when I'm doing my upload, am I going to take the time to, like, Click, click, click. Now I'm going to be like, upload all that haven't been uploaded. There's like 10 million untitled folders on my computer that are just filled with miscellaneous shit. Like the time that it takes because we're so frequently using it to then go through and organize it is like, no. Right. So now I just have all this useless shit with some good stuff in there. Right. That I'll probably never show anyone. Right. Because everyone's seen it on the internet. And then once I want it, I'll be like, whoa. So would you... Would you prefer that we go back to like more of an analog thing where you had the film, you put the film in, you had 24 shots, you had to make the 24 shots count? Yes. You would prefer that? I mean, yes and no. I just feel like it's different. It's just so easy to take pictures. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Like we've all devalued the, the, the moment in a way. And yeah, it's cool. It's there. And you can easily share it and snap it off and pop it there or whatever. But for the most part, it just ends up in your camera roll and just gets lost in this huge growing pile of some important things, yet mainly, you know, everyday things. Yeah, like if I was on top of everything and if I could be like, oh, this is this period of my life on this disc. Like even on a disc. So I had it where I could be like, okay, let me pop this in and show you this time of my life. And that's kind of why I like doing the monthly videos so mm-hmm. much is I take a bunch of videos and then it forces me to narrow it down. But I'm yeah. doing it every month and there's only so many videos. Right. So but you easy. have to de- you have to devote time to organization. Right. And I just don't. That we don't always have. 
I read today, it's not that we don't have time for things. It's just that you should say it's not a priority. Hmm. I, for, I literally just read that earlier today. Hmm. But I just feel like before there was so much sharing and like you would take your pictures from like winter formal to school to show everyone and your photo album you had to go out and buy. Yeah. And now it's just like, here's my 10,000 pictures I took. Yeah. There they are. And it's just like, it doesn't matter as much. I feel like if they disappear because we take it so much for granted that we do think it's always going to be there. Yeah. And then once it's there, we're just so used to being the like, well, shit. Right. Let's go take some more pictures. <laughs> right. So I don't know. Okay. Well, I don't know. I, I think um, I'm thankful that we live in the time we live in, that you can easily share moments with each other digitally. But I think it's, as I've stated before, it's important to, when you see something that resonates with you, where it's like, oh, that is cool, or that is a good picture, to stop and either save it to your local hard drive, or better yet, have it physically printed, because you never know when a hard drive is going to crash, or you stop using a Facebook, or an Instagram, or a Vine, or whatever you use. Because uh, we don't know. I mean, everything on the internet is, is permanent. It is, mm -hmm. but it may not be permanent to you. Right. You put it up there, and someone's got it forever. Even if you delete it, it's on a server until God knows when. Um, I don't know. Any, any points before we get out of here? No. No? Cherish your pictures. Cherish your pictures. Print some out. It wouldn't kill you to have a photo album. No, it's cheap. It's cheap to to print stuff out. It's just it's not cheap. Make anymore. it a priority. It's not cheap anymore. It's not cheap to print things. It's expensive. What's expensive to you? It's like how many copies of a picture? You don't need doubles. I know. You're not passing around your high school. I know, but it's a lot. Like to take in a roll of film, then they have to turn it into negatives. No, then... I'm talking about on your camera, like your oh. digital camera, like an iPhone. You send your pictures to okay. Target or Costco. Minute, whatever. You're like. 20 cents or 30 cents a shot. Print out your 12 shots that you like. That's a couple bucks. I did buy this photo album. And it's a picture a day, which I think I want to start on my birthday. It's a whole, like, a, a pic picture of a day for a year. Okay, so 365. Yeah, so I think I'm going to start that on my birthday to encourage me. Because I take pictures every day. Is it going to be a picture of you or is it going to be... No, just like out of all this things. clutter on my phone to choose a picture from the day because that was like important to me in the day. See, so this was a, a proper conversation. It is proper. I'm doing the video a day. So am I. You are? For this month, not okay. for the whole. Oh. See, I'm, I'm holding back for the whole year. So stick with us. Yeah. Stay tuned. I want to see what you guys are doing. If you're doing cool stuff, if you're taking photos, I want to see them. Yeah, tell us what you're appreciating, too. Yeah, uh, we're at uh, on Twitter at Internet on Tape or hello at internetontape.org. Um, let's put a pretty little bow on this, right? We've, we've been talking a while. This is one of our longer episodes. What do you mean? Let's just go. Double or nothing. Double or nothing. <laughs> I don't know if I have much in me. I'm, no, I'm, I'm still so lagging. I'm lagging on uh, my, my Vegas trip. I got so little sleep. I love sleep. I, I, 
I can sleep anywhere, but like once you get me past that, like, oh, you're only sleeping two or three hours a night. Eh. Someone, so we all know Tumblr is where I go when I'm drunk. Yeah. So I was on Tumblr a lot this weekend. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing from your phone, or wait, how how do you access Tumblr? My phone. It's always I'm drunk. Like, oh, this is a great idea. Okay. Okay, I continue. had a really good Facebook status update at one point that is long gone now because I woke up the next morning and I was like, what? Who allowed this? I put like happenstance happens, which I thought what? was a really deep thought at the time. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, talking about how much you love sleep, someone posted this thing I thought was pretty funny that said, don't write down that quote. Are you writing it down? <laughs> That's the title of the episode. this thing that like of course this artsy tumblr image and it said i like sleeping because it's like dying without the commitment what the fuck (laughs) those are my people okay i don't know i like sleep because it just is restful okay i'm boring i don't know i'm very uh whatever i'm like i do vegas i do vegas my way Learns you should bring water. Yeah, I bring the water. Dusty goes to Vegas. Yeah, strippers do not get my money. You make a dollar. Strippers a dollar. yell at Dusty. They do. That's why. Okay, tell me more. All right. Get us out of here. I know. Get us out of this hole. I feel like everybody hates me now. <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm sweating. I need my Gatorade towel. Um, let's close out the night. Going back to what I talked about earlier, Isocene is the album, uh, it's Triphonic and uh, Nine Inch Nails mashed together, kind of like this gritty, I feel like it's a dystopian future type thing. Um, I talk with him, yes, yes, I do talk with him, and I believe some visuals are coming, uh, depending on how busy his schedule is. I know he's got a lot on his plate right now. He actually has headphones. Did you know he has headphones? No. Did I talk about this? Did I talk about my birthdays coming up? Maybe I'll get you some headphones. <laughs> Actually, did you get your headphones back no, from the trip? Lost. Okay, that's what I figured. Maybe your birthday. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, he actually has headphones. So go to his website, uh, isocene.com. They're really, really cool. Like they have on the like, caps on the ears. It's like his little logo thing. I love that logo. Yeah. The triangle thing? Uh, that might be a different logo, <sighs> but it's still cool looking. I'll have to look at it. Yes. I'll have to show it to you. Um, not ex- not too expensive either. So ch- if you are in the need for uh, headphones, might as well hook it up and get styling. Uh, let's take you out with the track off that 9-0 album, which is called Zeros and Ones. And we will see you next week, hopefully all three of us together, for some trivia, maybe some sound hat. A lot of people love the sound hat. <laughs> and uh, we hope you have a great weekend. And we will see you next week. Bye.